What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HB Host Podcast with your hosts, Sam and Maddie. Sam and Maddie. <laughs> uh, um, today we are talking about Yellow Jacket, Season 2, Episode 3, Digestif. Digestif? Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, things are things are getting crazy out in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we just had to look up how to pronounce digestif, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. in case. I think and your three is actually a little too hard. I think it's digestif. Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't. Damn, coming in with those hard G's. Yeah, I know. I went to a girl goes to Europe once, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. okay, you're friendly. Spoiler warning. Oh my god, great job. We're doing so good. <laughs> I think we are. Spoiler yeah. warnings, everyone. If you haven't watched, please run to your TVs after work immediately. Don't even feed your kid. I'm just kidding. Feed your kids. <laughs> but make them watch. Get in there. Yeah. You know, I wish we had automatic feeders for kids like they do for cats. Just like I... it automatically dispenses like a sandwich and like some fruit snacks. I wish they had that for adults. Yeah, truly. <laughs> Anyhow, so uh, we did the spoiler. Welcome everyone to the show. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, I guess let's get right into the talking points. I'll let you lead this one because I know this was like your favorite part and you sent me a good text message about it. Kind of. Oh, yeah, Ben and Paul. Um, so we open this episode with uh, I don't know if we actually open with it, but it's one of the first scenes um, where we get a flashback of of Coach Ben and his his boo boo Paul, who, by the oh, way, is God. They are a gorgeous couple. My, yeah, they're so cute together. It's yeah, they, they were very cute. Um, yeah, and then we get kind of just a little glimpse into what their life was like, and then I guess we can talk about the progression of that and their relationship right before um, Ben leaves to go to nationals with the girls. Uh, you know, we see that they really, really like each other and, you know, or they really love each other truly. And, um, but, you know, Ben has reservations about moving in with Paul because, you know, just coming out to the world as a gay man, it's something that, you know, we can all understand, um, and empathize with. And, um, yeah, so it was just the, the kind of struggle that they were going through during that transition or like thought period. And then the end of it, Ben, who in in real time wilderness time, because now we're officially have three different times. <laughs> we've, got, <laughs> we've got past Ben, we've got current wilderness, and then we've got current current. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so then we see that he, you know, he looks absolutely horrible. Yeah, undernutrition. He's very hungry. I think that's why he's having like these visions because. You know, I haven't done the studies of it, but I know there's studies on like when you go with without eating, like this starts to happen and you mm-hmm. this starts to happen, you know, and I'm sure like fucking hallucinations and delusions probably happen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We talk so, about a high with the lack of sleep. I think it's the same exact thing. Maybe yes. not the same exact thing, but you know, similar to mm-hmm. that. And what what it was giving me with Ben in his state, you know. We have to remember he's the only person in the camp at this point that has not eaten because he didn't partake in the snacky, right? So, right. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. So Every time you just said it so casually. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyhow, so, yeah. So he didn't partake, and so he is actually starving to death at this point, right? 
and right. and I think that um yeah he it's it was actually really kind of heartbreaking the last uh flashback that he has with Paul is him actually telling Paul okay I'm ready to move in I'm not going to go to nationals and it's yeah. like that's what his current wilderness self is like wishing would have happened right correct so yeah. I think what what it was giving to me was that like when you're on your deathbed and you're, you know, you're going through all the regrets that you had in life and all the decisions that you made. It's like the, you know, they always say that happens right before you die. So I don't think, do you think he's going to die in the next episode? Oh, I don't think so. I think we might get more vision. Well, not visions, but like memories. I don't know if like dying from hunger is that quick. I know for a fact that it takes like 30 to 40 days of not eating food to die. It's like three or four days without water to die. I know that those ones. Yeah. And so I think that we might get a little bit more of him. And I think I just want to bring this up. The text message that you sent me regarding this situation was like, I wish we had some other memories and the way that the people grieved and missed these people. I think the thing is they were very young though. Um, ben is a little bit older, so he has an adult relationship that we can look onto. Yeah. But like even like siblings, sister, brother, like I would like to see more like what we're seeing with Ben, but with with the parents the girls, and the the, right. the friends, the siblings, the teachers, yes. the community. Like the community. Wanna, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I want to see how the community is grieving them and I wonder if that's something that they're gonna introduce. Because so far yeah. we have only seen in this in 1996 1996 wilderness time we've only seen them but then we have the past that we have you know the civilization with ben now um and paul Mm -hmm. and then we have the present time which is 2021 2022 so um yeah that's what i i had said that i was like you know this is making now that they're opening it up to like okay someone's having flashbacks it could very well be he's on his deathbed and that's why he deserves these flashbacks whereas like Mm -hmm. they're young but i would like to also just see like a you know, them starting to introduce like how the families are grieving, you know, and I think I was thinking about um, Travis and Javi's mom a lot mm-hmm. with that because she was the only, well, it seemed like she was the only one that, you know, the three, the, the dad or slash yeah. husband and then her two sons went. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, she lost her whole family and one. Exactly. Why yeah. would she stop looking or hoping, you know? It, yeah, I agree. That's, I think that's a really interesting angle. I don't know if they'll have enough time to do all of that, but I would like to see some of that. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I thought that was a really worthy viewpoint. That's why I wanted to like, make sure I, I highlighted that text because yeah, it was interesting. I was like, Oh shit, my gears are going. Yeah. Yeah. No, it adds a, yeah. a totally different dynamic than what we currently mm-hmm. have. And then it's like also in the present day civil civilization time, we don't really see any of their families like at all. We see the family that Shauna built. We see Jackie's parents. Um, you know, we saw uh, Natalie's mom for like a hot second but mm-hmm. other than that, we don't really see, you know, anything. Even yeah, even like the best friends. Like, who was Natalie's best friend before all this? You know, you know, besides the girls on the soccer team. Like, how did they grieve? Yeah, yeah. And we did get the the one um, cop that she's friends with, Kevin. So he, mm-hmm. I guess, he's another one that's like from the past that comes back right. up. Right. Yeah, but nothing really like family wise. So it's like we really are just kind of left in the dark about that. And maybe they're holding on to it because maybe they're a huge part of it. 
you know, um, of the like total plot line, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ben and Paul, uh, Ben, please don't die, but he looks I think real fucking close. I don't think he'll die the next episode, but I think he is going to die eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did just want to say, uh, that IMDB did say that, um, Paul was going to be in four <laughs> episodes. So, or was supposed to be in four episodes, whether he's Paul in those or if he's like present Paul Paul or Mm -hmm. something Paul I don't know if he comes back in another way if he's a Lottie Paul now we don't know we we have no idea what what kind of degree of the legend not that oh fuck (laughs) um god yeah let us pray Paul is not a part of the Lottie cult I know let us pray for Paul pray for Paul and pray for Steve the dog um, oh fucking Steve! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I guess we can move on. I think yeah. we covered Paul and Ben. Uh, mm-hmm. so what do you got here, Misty and Walter? They are fucking hilarious. Very cute. Misty gets her head blown up too easily, though. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, I'm so smart. No, you're not. One man is showing interest in you. Well, I didn't even think it matters that he's a guy. I mean, it might, but like, I think she never gets complimented for anything. And this girl is a fucking genius, right? She, but like, even when she's helping Shauna, um, Ty and Natalie, like out of the situations that they get themselves in, like no one thanks her really. Like they don't say like, oh, Missy, you're a genius. Like, like this guy is. So he really is gassing her fuck up. Yeah, and and I just think it's not that I don't think she deserves it. She absolutely does. Mm -hmm. But he said it like two times. She just like ate it right up. And I'm like, this this is, I'm scared. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Like, I like him, but I'm nervous for her with him. Yeah. And and it's in like, I don't even think you're so right. It's not even a him situation. It could have been anybody else. It could have been a lady. I would have been like, why are you trying to get so close? Exactly. Slow your roll. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I think in the beginning, she you could see that her guard is coming down and like slowly, slowly mm-hmm. coming down. Actually, quickly in this, but like you know, he's really milking it and he's really, re- like, really putting that like that on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but like one thing that like really triggered me into like, whoa, what is this? This is not because at first I was like, oh, this little duo, they're perfect for each other. They're so cute. Look at this little like budding romance. Um, And then, uh, yeah, but then in this episode before she leaves the fucking boat, um, he says, you know, I'm just a bored Moriarty looking for my Sherlock. And like that was weird because Moriarty and Sherlock are like mortal enemies. Like they it's like they're against each other in Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. So like, it was weird that he said that like, almost like they're in competition. Right. So right. Like, I get it in like a fun competitive space, but I don't think that that's what I, it was just, that would just struck me weird. I was like, why would you, you know, they never yeah. liked each other. The two. Yeah. Of them I think that's right? a good point. Um, I actually did not know that reference. So thank you. Uh, but yeah, I, thought their interaction was cute overall though the fucking the questioning thing the fbi oh my god God, it was so funny it was so funny when she ever just so quickly says hit him 
Like, I, I fell on the floor laughing. It was like Christina yes. Ricci is killing this role. She's so fucking funny. Um, and, and like, and it's just, it was so cute that it was Randy saying like something bad about Nat that like N- Missy just snapped. And then, and then he actually, then, you know, what's funny is that Walter actually does after convening with Misty, like goes out and just smacks him across the fucking face. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and we all know Randy deserves it, that asshole. So, yeah. Oh, God, Randy's it, just another really dumb one. He's mm-hmm. just him and Jeff. I get it. I see why they're so just dumb together. Ugh, they're just so dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, so, yeah, um, I'm excited for Misty and Walter, but I'm also worried yes um but speaking of jeff i want to just segment right into shauna and jeff because i have this is something that um you and i have not talked about yet offline but i was thinking about how well the characters um are like the the young characters versus the old characters the actresses um and like how well they actually like resemble each other and how similar their personalities now and present day are to the wilderness like ty the same exact person natalie the same exact person missy same like van probably the same like very similar but like shauna she there is something of a disconnect for me not necessarily with the actresses but i think with the writing specifically because shauna is supposed to be somebody that's very street smart and then also and down to earth and wise beyond her years when she's younger i mean she gets like early acceptance into brown she's you know Mm -hmm. she's got all these things going for her and she doesn't come from like this privileged kind of background like a jack like a jackie would would or did Mm -hmm. but then her older self is just so fucking stupid like why are you so dumb like i can't get over them lighting the grill under the tree i cannot get over that i know and they didn't even check to see if everything was burned all the way because yeah daughter went in there and got the picture i agree she seems reckless i think it might have to do with just like losing her childhood honestly because in a logical way i'm like oh okay you you had to be responsible from an early age like maybe you're just trying to like let loose a little but you're doing it in like it i guess like an extreme way because like immature way well right and i think the reason like the behavior especially coming out i i'll just label it as like primal um i actually think it's just because in her formative years that was the biggest thing that she had to deal with like in her Mm -hmm. teenage years so like of course she's gonna react in those manners but i think she's trying to let her guard down as an adult like my kid is kind of grown i can kind of like be a teenager in a sense but her teenage years are marked with like trauma and ptsd so no fun i mean she didn't even like basically what timing wise what it seems like is she gets home and immediately marries jeff and like doesn't even have like a hoe phase or anything yeah yeah i mean her hoe phase is fucking her best friend's boyfriend but it should have been more than that and less um less immoral immoral is a strong word but and well, i shouldn't right. call her fucking stupid i that was no. but she it no. is there is just such a disconnect i'm like shauna what are you doing like why it feels, are you it feels reckless comments? it just feels and not even like the rec like the recklessness it just felt like because i'm not even specifically talking about what she did in this episode which was also stupid 
Um, but like, I'm like, you're being investigated. Like you're just making really dumb decisions, you know? And Mm -hmm. I just, I don't understand. Like, I just, the thing is, is like, if she was that dumb as a young person or like, not that dumb, I, I feel really harsh saying all this, the way that I'm saying it. But if she was also like that as a kid, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be frustrated with it, but because she was so wise when she was younger, then I'm like, why are you, why did no one else backtrack? Like, yeah, Natalie went to rehab and Lottie's insane and Ty is sleepwalking and killing Mm -hmm. dogs. Like, yeah, they all backtracked in some ways, but like, why Shauna did you backtrack in a way of like your own immaturity? Right? Like, it's Mm -hmm. just like adult Shauna should be, is acting the way that young Shauna should, like their role reverse almost. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get your point for sure. I definitely felt that disconnect a little bit too. Um, I don't know. I, it's really hard to diagnose. And also I just want to say anything that we've ever said on HB hose, especially about this show, we are not doctors. We're not trying to diagnose or make anyone feel bad about whatever diagnosis they might have. Yeah. Because this is just a show. We love it. We're just speculating. We're having theories. You know, we're just doing the normal thing. So if, you know, I had thought about this earlier, like this week, I was like, oh, I wonder if we've, I shouldn't, we, we could have offended somebody. Yeah. So just putting that out there, because this is like a very psychological show in yeah. a sense. Like yep. it's cerebral. Yeah. Um, HBO's is a judgment free zone. We're yeah. a kink shaming free zone. We are, oh, yeah. we don't judge anybody <laughs> for anything. Um, Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I think that we have been pretty careful about um, diagnosing, especially when we're on the pod, because it could be, you know, yeah. it, could be, it could be dangerous. It could be, you know, we don't want to do that. And yeah, like Maddie said, we're not doctors. Um, but I do agree with what, now that you've put that, said that about Shauna, um, about her kind of going backwards and, and kind of making up having the affair and acting reckless and, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe not thinking things through. It makes sense to see kind of like a diversion in maturity when we are stable. I also want to add that maybe because she's in an environment that is not life or death, Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why she's acting more immature. Like when you're in a situation that is life or death, like in the wilderness, maybe that's why she came off as more mature because she's like, okay, guys, like any dumb decision could like, if you hurt your ankle out here, that could fuck us. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you break a toe and you can't walk, that could fuck us. What if we have to migrate, move, do something, who knows? Mm -hmm. You know, so like, I think when you're in that mindset, when it's like always fight or flight, Mm -hmm you're making more conscientious yeah, you have to make survival decisions right so right. And, and not so maybe yeah. that's why we were getting that side of shauna and you know so that's just another layer to add to her behavior and decisions yeah. um, um i do also <laughs> want to say that uh i made one of my other friends start watching the show the other day and i watched the first couple episodes with her and i was kind of seeing it through her eyes for the first time like because I've seen it so many times that there's so many things that I just miss and I forgot that the first one of the first um interactions we have with Shauna in the entire show is Jessica Roberts the reporter um she and like goes to Shauna and she's like you were on an all-star soccer team like you got early admission to Brown, you da 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 like you were set up to have this like incredible life and like now look at you is essentially what Jessica is saying. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like you're just, your life is mundane. You're just a housewife. You don't work. Your fucking husband owns a furniture store and your daughter hates you. Like it's all pretty boring. Like, you know, and so I like, I get, you know, I get it. Like Shauna started, like that was kind of the first impression that we got of Shauna is that, yeah, Yeah. that she probably feels the same way. So yeah, yeah, would that make sense? I still think that she's going to fuck it for everybody because she's just acting crazy right now. Yeah. I mean, they're all acting fucking crazy. They're all (laughs) acting so (laughs) insane. Yeah. And it's fine. You know, we love them. Honestly, I'm rooting for all of them because the it's all valid. Obviously, like if we're looking at this as like fucking truth, then these poor fucking babies, my little pobrecitas, it's horrible. Yeah, I never wish this upon my worst fucking enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. well, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe my worst. I was gonna right? say, I can think yeah, of maybe my worst right now. Yeah, <laughs> a girl's high school soccer team, never. Yeah, never. Yeah. Well, at least for right now in the wilderness, they have each other and they throw Shauna the most morbid baby shower I have ever seen and ever want to see in my life. I wasn't mad at it, though. Like, you guys need like something that I want to at least quote fucking Travis on because it was one of the most important things he said to Nat is like food is not the only thing that's going to help us survive out here. Morale is important. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking morbid baby shower, but like y'all are like going to have a baby. You could possibly definitely have a fucking baby. (laughs) You're going to need some blankets. Lottie, get out there and get another bear so we can make a fucking big ass blanket. Skin them. Sorry, bear. Fuck. I feel bad for saying that, but we need you. (laughs) I truly say, I'm not no, a hunter, true. but it's if true. I was in the woods, I'm sorry. I'm going to get me a little rabbit scarf. Uh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, you have to. It's like, if and they're going to eat a human being, they can skin a bear, right? Like, exactly. Like, that point. Like. Exactly. Anything, so, anything alive is game. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, including other people. Fuck. Yeah. We've officially crossed that line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck, we have. So, uh, yeah, I think that um, the baby shower scene, I, it was morbid. It was nice, though. It is nice to get these episodes of them doing something together. I think that that's why Doom Coming was my favorite episode. Because yeah. I was like, oh, you guys, you know, just singing seal songs and dancing and getting, getting oh, yeah. you know, ended horribly, but it started really good. Yeah. Yeah, so, and that's how good nights fucking go. They start great and they end bad. And then yeah, you have a story to tell. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe not this one because they're trying to keep it a secret, but you know, they got it in their memories and hearts. Yeah, they have little inside jokes. Um, Yeah. So uh, the most memorable part of this baby shower outside of the absolute, like the very end with the Lottie blanket was, of course, Misty's uh, performance of Seal Magnolias, which she did... (sighs) incredible so good it was so good i thought like if you close your eyes you would think that you're listening to the original person i can't think of her name right now but um yeah yeah, that was incredible and i think that that was like a turning point for misty i agree on a confidence scale well and i think maybe for the group too like it felt like 
that also kind of built some morale. I hope that brings them a little bit more together, like to do things that aren't like, yes, they have to survive. 90% of what you do is survival driven right now, but like 10%, you guys can fucking have a little herb tea and like play charades. Yeah. Do some skits, man. Yeah. yeah no, they spend yeah. 99% of the time, their time in the house when they're not shitting outside. Right. Like, yeah, cause it's cold like, as fuck. exactly. So I'm like, yeah. there's nothing to do in the winter, but like, like games, but trivia, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was good. I liked that it went from them laughing at her to then, you know, them laughing at her again. They loved it. Um, I think that the uh, monologue choice was weird. Um, Maybe telling maybe like a red herring or something because it's literally about this woman's daughter who just died. Correct. Um, Correct. So I'm glad that you brought that up because theory time. Woo, woo, woo. I don't think Shauna's baby is going to survive. That's I bad. mean, Madison, do you really think that's a theory? I feel like that's an obvious fact. Is it? Yeah. I, you know, I'm a little dumb. Well, well, no, no, no. I think I, I mean, it's not. It's not at all obvious. It's not um, because clearly nothing is obvious in the show. But we know that she definitely doesn't have the kid with her in present day because it's definitely not Kathy. Yeah. So it, so it's like, okay, well, if it's not here, then like, I guess that makes sense. I'm an idiot. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> um, but no, but I think in the way, I mean, it might not die. I don't know. They might just like leave. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think that um, it's obvious that they don't, that the baby doesn't survive to present day civilization. I think I should Correct. say that. Right. Or, I mean, but it could. And when they get rescued, like maybe it's given up for adoption because Sean is traumatized and can't deal with a wilderness baby. I don't know. Like, <laughs> There's a, there's so many options. Maybe Lottie gives it to the darkness as tribute, and you know, and then they get food. All I know <laughs> for sure, theory. all I know for sure is that they um, don't eat it. That's all okay, I mean. right? And that's just that's only because they the cast confirmed it in yeah, yeah yeah. And why would they? It's not enough. Sorry, <laughs> that's terrible, but it's true. <laughs> like. Someone had to say it. I know. That's really bad. That's really bad. I'm sorry, everyone. I you were going to say I thought that you would be like, why would they? It's a baby. Like, no, not why well, would they. Also, not- why would they? It's a baby. Like, that's fucked. <laughs> that, I thought that part was obvious. That's why I mentioned the other part. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. What? I don't even know. It's just too much. I hate this storyline because it gets... See, this is, I love it. It's crazy, but like, it gets so crazy. I'm like, why do you make me think these things? HBO. I'm sorry. Showtime. Showtime. (laughs) Fucking yellow jackets. You're making me look like a yellow jack ass, bitch. (laughs) No, I mean, that was the fun one of the funniest things that's ever come out of your mouth that was hysterical I'm um sorry. No, because it's, it's true and you know yeah. it's true it's not it is true. You're, you're not wrong I know, um, I know. <laughs> god that was good but yes yeah, so i mean anything could like i am 99 sure the baby does not live what happens to it we will not know but i'm assuming i think that that's going to be one of the biggest like climax points of the 
season. So I'm like, it's going to be fucked up, whatever the yeah. aftermath is, or, you know, I don't know. It's yeah. all, we, all we know is that Shauna survives it, the birth. So yeah. that's all we have confirmed. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Are we done with the baby showers? Okay. Fucking Ty. Gosh. Oh God. Ty, 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 Ty. I, she specifically is responsible for me not being able to watch the show at nighttime. Her alone. Her alone. But both actresses, because they both do that same fucking dead eye. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Yeah. Um, so we got an upgraded uh upgraded experience with her and whoever, whatever, I think, you know, whatever with um the mirror girl will just the mirror time. Okay. Not fugue because fugue tie is there is no fugue tie right now, especially like in the hospital when Ty is in the bathroom. I was specifically talking about that. Yeah, right? she is herself, and then she's got mirror tie. That's yeah, mirror tie. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is um so scary to watch. So fucking scary. Yeah. I shat my pants as well. I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, like <laughs> the fuck, I, she. Adult Ty's acting in the Dead Eye is so fucking scary and applause to her, truly. Leads. To scare me through the screen like that, it's giving Cindy, Cindy, <laughs> coming through your TV. Like, <laughs> that's how it felt. I'm like, this yeah. is so real. I know, I know. And like, it just, I keep thinking, I. If you, if, like, if I was her, I would probably kill myself because I'm like, I wouldn't be able to deal with something that scary of, like, yeah. number one. And then number two, I just keep, like, every time I'm like, oh, gosh, please, please <laughs> let me never, ever, ever meet somebody like this. Please, no. ever, never, ever, ever. Because it's so <sighs> scary, like, knowing that somebody can just be out of control, you know. And, like, I know that that's a thing and there's actual, um, you know, diagnoses for, you know, uh mental health you know issues. yeah there's de- different types of things that can definitely make you yeah. like or not that. know your consciousness mm-hmm. i don't even know i think there's a couple different types of mental I'm, health I'm, I'm sure there is there's yeah. so many things that we wouldn't yeah. even know and that's why psychiatrists go to school for fucking eight to 12 years but um oh yeah i'm just like like and that's why it's just it's so crazy that i'm like the like going and get I don't know I don't know it's just now it's becoming less of a for me I was on the split more on the side of this being a spiritual situation that's happening um you know some dark force supernatural force is happening is you know causing all of this now I was 50 50 with it being PTSD like completely logical versus it being supernatural with Ty I'm like it's gotta be supernatural like, I don't know it just the way that they're playing it, one hundred percent, right? And then even when she's yeah. young in the woods, and Van lets her fugue tie follow her, and she uh-huh. goes straight to the sign, and it's like uh-huh. that. I'm just, oh, okay, you're trying to make it obvious that this is something that's supernatural. Very well, could not be. And you know, there's yeah. like references that seem supernatural. Yeah, I mean, they're doing definitely a good job of, you know, straddling that fence. Absolutely. We've mentioned that multiple times, which is why it's so fucking fun to watch. Um, I think that one is pretty irrefutable. You know, it's hard to describe what's going on with Ty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can explain the dirt. She's hungry in her sleep. 
Sure. And there's like a thing for it. I did look that up. I forget what it's called though, like an eating dirt thing, but Mm -hmm. not while asleep. It's like you crave it, you know? Yeah. Um, Also, like, I don't even know, like fugue tie, sure. Maybe like some kind of mental health issue. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And then the mirror though, and the sign yeah, that's trickier. And I think even the eyeless man is kind of like logical because her grandmother. So it could be passed down yeah, like yeah. specifically. So and even she could be envisioning that because of what her grandmother has said. Yes. Yeah. You know, like. So like it's. It's like, so what do we have three versus two right there? Like three on the no, psychological. Yeah. two on. The, so, yeah, they're doing a really good job with time. Yeah. Just rewind one thing, um, but related to this, with the blanket that was gifted at the baby shower. Oh, that's right. Yep. So something that we had mentioned is like when there is a blood sacrifice, it seems like the girls are rewarded, especially when it's around the symbol, the sigil, mm-hmm. the sign. Yep. Um, and Shauna bleeds, or she has a nosebleed onto the blanket with mm-hmm. the sigil that Lottie put on it, because you know Lottie's fucking into that shit yep. little witchy baby mm-hmm. uh so you know right immediately like fucking 30 birds fly into the fucking roof and like break their necks mm. which again could be logical because misty says it she's like oh we know that the like the fucking metal around here is kind of fucked up like it yeah. fucks up radios and whatever so maybe that's what pulled the magnetic pull could mm-hmm. be like a little bermuda triangle like bird muta triangle if you will (laughs) um so yeah i don't know and it seems like another good thing that i'll mention that you said before is like when they were all synced up on their periods seemed like they were getting a lot of game i guess it was summer still but you know i know and then the less i know that um like a extreme changes in your diet especially when you're eating less can cause you to not have a period at all so I wouldn't doubt that they're not all kind of going through something similar at the same yeah. time. I don't know if I'll mention that, but it is something that that can happen and is like really common happening where your cycle gets messed up or you skip a period entirely because of your diet changes. So um yeah, so I don't know. I yeah, I agree. The blood sacrifice thing. Um it also what we were thinking is that all of this because my biggest question about this this season as a whole. And, and I guess the whole series is like, why now after 25 years are all of them kind of going through their own forms of, uh, like flashbacks, whether it be PTSD or whatever, why now, right? Like, why Mm -hmm. is this happening? Or like, why did we come to like, even as viewers, why would they start the storytelling now 25 years later, you know? So, um, and we know that each of them has their own situations, like stressful situations at home that could be causing or triggering their own, you know, PTSD to f- like flare up, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't help but think that like Lottie coming back in after no one seeing her for 25 years and trying to get everybody back together, Ty, um, even with the first season, her, you know, we know that Fugue Ty like set up that um, like altar. Mm hmm. That was where I, I just wanted to say that, that was where the original blood sacrifice uh, theory came from was, you know, the, the altar having the, the, the symbol on it and then mm-hmm. the dog's head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and then she wins. 
the election thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, so it's like, okay, yeah, blood sacrifice equals good fortune, right? Sure. Um, and then uh, just on that note, Lottie, it, like it makes sense too when you think about whenever like Nat and Travis leave, she makes them poke their finger, cut their hand, poke their finger. Yeah um you know just to for protection right yeah. and so yeah it's like lottie clearly believe young lottie clearly believes that i think older lottie maybe does feel like she's healed but now she's starting to see you know get visions the one of laura lee the travis you know dying situation and then now with in this episode also the b thing yeah the she pulled out, and it was all bloody i was like what the fuck yeah so i think that maybe you know there's theories swarming if you will (laughs) on reddit about um well lottie's habit like makes all of her people there wear the symbol around their neck but there's no blood being shed right so maybe that's causing uh, like her to have these visions and and then at the end of this episode the person after she sees she's uh envisioning the blood on the in the bee nests um the the lady that comes up to her, she says uh, what in French means he wants blood. So it's, uh, but then Lottie's like, what'd you say? And she was like, are you going to join us for lunch? Like she, you know, yeah. so it's yeah. like Lottie is starting to get, you know, in the same kind of, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I feel like all of them are losing it at the same rate at the same yeah. time. But why is the question? And I think yeah. we discussed this offline. Um, we know that Jeff admitted to the texts mm-hmm. earlier when he like set them up and was trying to extort fucking uh, Ty for money mm-hmm. to save the store. But do we know if he sent the postcards? Yeah. So my theory, a lot of people are think that, no, he didn't send the postcards. The postcard, you know, uh, person is still unknown. I, I don't, I think I just automatically assumed that he did both because he Mm -hmm. did read on his journals. Like he knew what the symbol was. So it's like, he could have accomplished it. And then also Shauna did not get a postcard. She also didn't get a text. So why would any, if anybody else, why would they use the same strat? Like, why would they only target the same three people versus like, if it was Lottie that sent the postcard, that's a big theory. Then mm-hmm. Lottie would send it to all of them. She wouldn't count Shauna out. Right, but Lottie's having visions, so I feel like did she receive one too? We don't know. Yeah, maybe she could have. So I don't know because, like, that's I feel like that could be an angle. You know, maybe they they got shooken up because of that. And like, who could it be? I don't know. Probably fucking Javi pit girl survives Gosh. plot twist <laughs> <laughs> plot twist Javi is pit girl <laughs> oh god that's oh, my favorite theory of life oh my gosh <laughs> whoever decided to post that unhinged fucking theory reddit thread thank you because it was so enjoyable it really god was. it was really really enjoyable I should go and check back and see if there's new stuff I'm sure there is oh, yeah yeah the reddit community is just great I'm also very happy just this whole Missy Walter um, just their ode to Reddit redditors. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm here for yeah. it. Um, yeah, it was very cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. But I mean, that's all I got. This episode, it definitely was a setup episode. So I think like going forward, we're going to get a lot more like climactic action. I think like at this point where we left Missy and Walter off going to upstate New York, they're obviously going to find where Lottie and Nat are. Mm -hmm. Um, Shauna's on the brink of being full-blown investigation for murder. Ty is on her way somewhere. She, I think she's going to see Van. Um, yeah. And she calls Jessica Roberts at the end. Jessica Roberts is dead. So. Right. So we know of. That's what we think because yeah, she hit the cigarette and we think it was filled with fucking fentanyl or chlorophyll or whatever the fuck they do. I don't know. Acid. Yeah. What did she fill it with? I don't know. Actually, leave your unhinged theories of what that cigarette was filled with, please. Because I. I just need to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, so Ty, I think is going to try to call Van. I also think that um, mirror Ty mouths. I actually didn't see this. This is the the theory on Reddit is that the mouth, tie, the mouth tie mirror tie mouth to her, go to her quote unquote, no. go to her. Right. So maybe talking about Van. Right. That's bad. So um, yeah. So we'll fucking see. We'll see. Hopefully yeah. we get Van in the next episode. Lauren Amber. Oh my gosh. I, like they've been waiting us they're they're making us wait. Yeah. Like I'm like, y'all, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better mm-hmm. give it give it over. Okay. Yes. Yes. So uh I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. I think we hit all the high notes and mm-hmm. um, you know, leave us a comment, rate us. Let us know if our audio is bad because sometimes it is. We're just learning <laughs> out here. We're a little tech idiots, mm-hmm. but we're getting better. So love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, find us on Instagram at hb.hose, Twitter, hb underscore hose, and email us at hose at hbhose.com. Wow, love Maddie. You. That was beautiful. Thank you. I was Perfect. practicing. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody.